Welcome to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. This is two grown men complaining about the world of professional wrestling. We are one founding father short tonight. Uh, Ken's got real life stuff to deal with. But anyways, this is your mom's favorite podcast. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Anyways, AEW Collision. Uh, we're going to get right into it. I'm going to throw it to my co-host here, Dakota. Dakota, uh, what happened there? Uh, yes, sir. Before we start, as it is Sunday, a happy Father's Day to those of you who listen, uh, including you, John, and Ken, who's not here. Appreciate it. Uh, starting to match off on the inaugural AEW Collision set. Uh, first of all, the set was amazing. If those of you who haven't seen it yet, brought a lot of kind of nitro vibes to it. Anyway, we open up with the long-awaited CM Punk return. Comes out, cuts probably one of the best promos in recent memory. Uh, John stealing a line from it. uh, Stop me what I'm telling lies. A good solid 10 minutes. Didn't take up too much of the first half hour. John, what'd you think of that promo? I loved all the shady threw at the Young Bucks. Uh, He threw at Omega, threw at Hangman. I mean, this was great. I like I like the uh, him carrying the AEW championship around in a bag. Just calling, he, he said, "I'm I'm hurting your feelings or whatever." And then he called himself, or if you don't like me, you're softer than the guys you like, or something along the lines of that. It was a uh, yeah. He said, "If he said if you think uh you think you deserve an apology from me, I'm sorry that the other thing's softer than you are your favorite wrestlers, which was just yeah. gold." Yeah, that, he, he, he was shooting. He was shooting from the hip the whole time. It was absolutely glorious. Say the gall to give him a live mic in ten minutes it was a ballsy decision and a great one. I loved every minute of it. He's still one of the best talkers I've ever seen. Yeah, for sure. All right, immediately next. We had a TNT championship match between Wardlow and Luchasaurus with Christian Cage. Uh, match, it wasn't a terrible match. I thought it was fun. It was a very fun match. Uh, Wardlow should be a fucking star, and hopefully he is on collision. He's got the look, the moves, everything. He's a big man that can fly. He's like Brock Lesnar before he gave up doing the high flying stuff. I don't. I, I, I like watching him. I like that moonsault he pulled towards the end. Oh, absolutely. Luchasaurus I, wasn't looking bad either. No, but so. In the words of see a Mexican do- dinosaur. Yeah, I have a wife that watches wrestling with me, and having to explain to her what Luchasaurus is was uh, was almost painful. Because honestly, the character doesn't make sense, and what what is what is going on here? But I mean, you got to go all the way back to Lucha Underground to explain that shit. Yeah, shout out Lucha Underground. I kind of miss that. Yeah, we got a we've got a few bangers on that on that show. Uh, but the match ended with uh, Christian uh, interfering with the match, costing Wardlow the win with Luchasaurus. The new TNT champion with Christian Cage grabbing the belt at the end, who was acting like he won. Yeah, and he uh, he turned around and looked at Luchasaurus and basically said, 
uppies and got him up on his shoulder, walked him around like a small child. Uh, it was fun match overall. Uh, I still enjoy Christian. I'd like to see him do a little bit more, but he's he's playing this heel bullshit perfectly. Uh, oh, yeah. up, up next, the match that I'm personally giving the match of the week in this week of wrestling, Buddy Matthews versus Andrade El Idolo. This it was nonstop action from bell to bell. Some beautiful fucking spots. Uh, it was great to see both these men just get a chance to shine with uh, Andrade and picking up the win at the end using a figure four. Some people are calling it a figure eight because of Charlotte. No one gives a fuck about Charlotte. Uh, at the end of the match, Brody King and Malachi Black come out and just kind of gang up on him. Uh, overall, very, very good match. John, what do you think about it? We got Charlotte Flair versus Ray Ripley, part two. It was uh, just like their match. It was a classic. Enjoyed it. Uh, it was nonstop. I really liked uh, after the bell, though, where Andrade tried to give his respect, and then the lights went out. House of Black could be the best stable in professional wrestling if they can be booked correctly. But yet to be done so far. Tony Khan, the Elite, all the coke on Dynamite's not letting it happen. If Collision truly is a second brand, you know, might get to see some real good shit. Right. All right. Up next, we have Miro's return to action against Tony Ness. Or Tony Nisi, however you pronounce his name. Uh, what a total, total squash match, but it was Miro beating beating him down, and uh, I loved it. Great to see Miro back. I've always I've loved him since Rusev. Great to see him coming back. Yeah, we had two former WWE matches in a row, but yeah, uh, Tony Nese. You, you knew as soon as he came out, he was going to get overmatched by Miro, but it was uh, this was fun. Great to see uh, Rusev back or Miro, but yeah. All right. Up next, we had a women's tag match with uh, Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale, who is the current New Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Champion. Uh, fuck you, Mercedes. Versus the Outcasts, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Uh, wasn't a terrible match. Wasn't nothing to write home about. Uh, some pretty good spots throughout the match. Uh, John, what'd you think? This, I mean, I think we've seen this play out a couple times on Dynamite, if I'm correct, right? Maybe not the exact same match, but it's very fucking similar. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over this, but the spray paint stuff's getting old. Like, we get it, you're trying to give off Outcast WCW, NWO stuff. Like, I, I get it, but like, kind of getting played out. I'm glad they threw the the can of spray paint in the crowd because honestly, I'm fucking tired of it. Uh, I mean, it was it was fun Willow, match overall, though. Willow, Willow and Blue got the win with Blue getting the pin in her hometown. Pretty nice to see. And to close it out, our main event of the evening was CMFTR. So CM Punk and FTR, Dax and Cash. Personally, my favorite tag team out right now. Versus Samoa Joe, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Uh, they, I'm glad they gave them an actual 
30 minutes to go for a main event slot. But, uh, John, go ahead and say what you think about the match. Yeah, uh, I thought Juice Robinson was in the in the match a little too long. I felt like Samoa Joe was out on the apron, yeah, out on the apron a little too long too. Like was, we all wanted to see Samoa Joe and CM Punk go for a little while, but just felt like Joe. I don't I don't want to say he's out of shape by any means, but he just seemed a little slower. Not making any sense there? He he did seem a little slow compared to how it usually goes, but the little bit he was in there, he did look great. So I like the spot towards the end where Joe had Punk in the rear naked choke and FTR getting pretty much held back by Juice Switchblade till they could break it up to break up Punk. That was a nice little intense spot. Uh, overall, it was a very solid match. Uh, personally, I'm hoping Collision keeps up with doing stuff like this. And it may make it probably one of the best shows of wrestling during the week. Dude. Definitely a big change from how Dynamite's set up now. Yeah, this is um, th- this could this could be the number one show. If the Bloodline thing didn't happen this week, this is the best show all week. But with the, I agree that Bloodline story is the only thing keeping SmackDown above this right now. Yeah, and it, it clears Raw. Raw. Raw felt kind of predictable this week, but. It, and then dynamite in the NXT down below that, but yeah, uh, great show. Uh, do you, you want to get onto the grades? You say what uh, grade would you give the show overall? Uh, a minus. If it wasn't for the women's tag match that we, I felt like we've seen a, a few times over, I'd give this an A plus. You know, I agree with that. Uh, the women's tag match was kind of stale because it feels like it's the only women's feud going on. But overall, it was just excellent start to finish, in-ring action. It's what AEW should be. Yeah, it's, we, we only get a couple hours, so just keep the action going. Don't make it's, it feel like you're changing shit on the fly. Don't send out 150-pound guys beating up 300-pound guys every week. Or, like, what happened a few weeks ago with Hook suplexing what's-his-name? A cast from the end zone cast tag. I forget what his name is now. Oh, it's like Big Will or something. Yeah. Stuff like that. That that just... I don't know. That turn, makes me want to change the channel every time when I see dumb shit like that. This was a, this is a good change of pace. Well, well, let me say A minus. I fully agree with. Uh, on the topic of AEW, let's uh here. What is it next week or this weekend? I believe is Forbidden Door. Yep. This weekend coming up, I believe I have it right in front of me. Why am I just not reading to find that win? This coming up weekend, yes. All right. Uh, the match is confirmed for it. John's going to love one of them. Uh, <laughs> As of right now, we have one, two, three, four confirmed matches for Forbidden Door. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is probably the biggest one. Will be Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey. 
for a IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship with Kenny Omega being the current champion after Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, for those of you who still haven't watched that match, absolutely go and watch it. Kenny in Japan is an entirely different person. Yeah, that that's the... Is this the match you're talking about should be excited for? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Or are you trolling? Oh, I'm trolling you. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Uh, next listed match is uh, Brian, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Uh, that'll be an absolute banger of a match. Two of the best in the world going at it. Yep. And then the other two confirmed matches are the respective brands World Heavyweight Championships uh, with MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I think that one's just going to be interesting in itself. Uh, Hiroshi's vet, Japanese veteran, very huge over there, and we all know who MJF is. Yeah, there is uh, a rumor going out that MJF might just pull out of this. They do that every Forbidden Door. Oh. No. They... I think that's just MJF being MJF. I don't see them pulling their championship out of this if I if the IWGP is going to be defended. So I'm I'm going to assume it's a work, but we'll we'll find out when the time comes, won't we? Yeah. And then the my only complaint with that match is Hiroshi Tanahashi is who went after the championship last Forbidden Door. And then the last one for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship is the IWGP champion Sonata versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Ah, see what you're getting at now. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Why? I'd rather the company mascot Pockets come out, (laughs) Mr. Orange Cassidy, and, and be in this match. At least he's somewhat entertaining. Why does this charisma-less, scrawny fuck get put in everything? <laughs> Answer me, David. <laughs> he gets put in everything. Uh, um, if you get... If you get bored when I get on New Japan Reddit, it, it, 90% of it right now is why the fuck is this match happening? Yeah, I don't... Why? <laughs> why? Why? I don't under... I, I do not understand why he's getting such a massive push when there's so much better guys on their roster. I mean, hell, his old tag team partner, Luchasaurus, is way better than him. I think this match is going to end up being a squash. Sonata is the TikTok I sent you of the Okada match where they're just beating the dog shit out of each other for 15 minutes, just being stiff as hell. So you may get to watch Jack Perry's head get kicked off his fucking shoulders. I mean, me and Jim Cornette are going to be real happy about that. Jesus Christ. Why? Why? Tony, answer me, brother. What are we doing? I guess so. Uh, New Japan gets an easy win on their side. Yeah. Um, it's another match. You all should look up Sonata versus Okada at Sakura Genesis. It was it fucking brutal. 
But all that being said, if you can make your Forbidden Door AEW versus WWE, who are the four matches you want to see today? The four matches I'd want to see today? Yep. Uh, Seth Osprey. Oh, they were talking about that on Twitter. I know, and now it's in my head and I can't get it out. I think it'd be one hell of a match. <laughs> Seth and Osprey. Uh, let's do... We'll go ahead and do the big championships against each other, I guess. Roman Reigns versus MJF. I feel like that could draw. I don't know how that would play out. I think it'd be interesting. I feel like it would be booked like Austin Theory's matches, though, at this point. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, scratch that. You've done earned it for me. Congratulations. Uh, well, I mean, it would I mean, it would go down like, like this. Roman would be about to win, and then here come the Usos. Yeah, that's that'd ruin it. Uh, yeah. Here's one you might not might not have thought of: Ricky Starks, L.A. Knight. Oh, I, abs- I absolutely need that one. I need promos built up, everything. Let them talk, though. Just let them talk. Or if you don't want your MJF Roman match ruined, MJF LA Knight, but then you have to have MJF win. You could also do MJF versus Cody since That's already happened though. Yeah, it has, but it's still it's always a good one. That's fair. That's part of the thing is I've got a bunch of matches I'd like to see, and they're all just matches I'd like to see again. Give me Bucks versus Usos, but I'm taking a drink every time someone super kicks. John Cena versus Kenny Omega. Uh, Book it. Give me Styles versus Omega, actually. I never got that match when they were in New Japan together. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. That one could go. Give Give me an hour of that one. <laughs> Trying to think of an opponent for Wardlow since Braun Strowman. Brock. Brock. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what? Send it. Maybe a Samoa Joe versus Gunther just beating the piss out of each other. That'd be one hell of a drinking game. I wonder how many chops Joe could no sell from Gunther. I give him about three, and then his chest is going to start caving in. And then you got to do the obvious uh, mixed match tag of Buddy and Rhea versus Andrade and Charlotte. Is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I guess that's fine. You know it would fine. get booked if this was to actually happen. Yeah, it would, but would I be happy to see it? I no. Really- because it would absolutely ruin <laughs> Dominic Mysterio's thing going on. Sure. Given half the fan base would be like, yes, it's finally over. No more Dom. But Dom's one of the best deals in wrestling right now. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. <laughs> 
just to piss everybody off on one side or the other, Jungle Boy and Dominic Mysterio. Yes, just pure hatred. Last one I would do would be Ju- uh, Jay White versus Finn Balor. Just finish out some Bullet Club business. <coughs> yeah, that's not too bad. That'd be a good match overall. Or Demon Finn versus Malachi Black. Judgment Day versus uh, House of Black. I lied. I, I feel like Judgment uh, Day would be a little little, little too uh, stacked there. Plus, we'd have Rhea and uh, Buddy. Now you, I don't know. You could do the OC versus House of Black, then. We went from saying four matches, now we've named about 16. Well, this is about how it goes. But... So, solid four matches would be Kenny Omega and who? Uh, Kenny versus AJ. Uh, MJF versus who? I really don't know. I'd like to see MJF on a match, but I just can't think of a good one that'd be for him. I felt like MJF versus Roman would be fun just to watch it play out, even though we know exactly how it's going to go. That's part of the problem. (laughs) Or MJF versus Seth, because, you know, that could be just, well, well, never mind. Scratch that, because we got to have him versus, or Seth versus Osprey. Say, most of the other ones I want to do, like, we've seen in WWE or AEW at some point. Yeah. Give me Cody versus Dustin one last time. As Dustin's retirement. That would be something else. Hopefully better than the last one. The last one was really good, too. So that first one they did, the promos, the build-up, the match to it, perfect. So we got Osprey, Seth, uh, the Rose feud again, uh, Kenny and who? Uh, AJ. AJ, we need one more. The Bucks Usos would just, it would be entertaining. Yeah, but there'd be a lot of, a lot of run-ins. Give, give me, uh, Sammy and KO versus the Bucks. Actually, that's perfect. They've all worked with each other so much. I'd like to see that again. But we could do this all night. Let's go ahead and wrap her up, John. Yeah, let's get out of here. But make sure you give us a follow on all our social media stuff on Twitter at the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, Instagram at Cheap Pop Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll have more content up there shortly. At the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, give us a like on Facebook. We are under the TNJ Sports Podcast. Still waiting for all their stuff to come out for football season. Uh, make sure you tune in there. I'll be on there. Uh, Good to see those boys back. Yeah, I'll be on there uh, again shortly. And, yeah, with all that being said, this is Hook signing out. Uh, just want to leave you all with, uh, she said my head was transformational. Call me Optimus Prime, a.k.a. Dakota Allen, and we out of here. <laughs>